Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Probably the only laugh that was had earlier today at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots had the away game viewing party season ticket holder extravaganza was when the Raiders kicked a field goal, Andy, to make it 13-3 to heading into the half, leaving 13 seconds on the clock, and one fan ever so sarcastically and all too ironically just yelled out in the middle of the crowd, you left too much time on the clock for Jones. <laughs> oh, boy. That's where we've fallen to, Christian. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, the host of the Midday Show. He joins us each and every Six Rings postgame show to offer his drive-home thoughts, analysis, and much more. He's as down on the pats as we are. And Christian Fourier, what are we to make of this now? Where next? What to? How, how, how? Oh, I don't know if you guys heard about the, the commercial that was just playing on one of those Mercy ships. I saw, that's why I feel like that the whole team needs to go. <laughs> they need to go on one of those mercy ships. And just like, and just get the anchor, take the engine out, and just walk, put them out to just to float aimlessly around the ocean. Jeez. Did that look like that was a team that reset? Honest no. question. Did that look nope. like a team that reset and was ready to go and was angry? And, you know, doggone it, we're not taking it anymore. Anybody? No. I mean, no. they did false start on the first play of the game. Yep. I just, at this point in time, I feel like yelling and screaming at this team is just useless because they're just, it's like picking on the shortest, smallest kid in class. Like like Andy. Like if Andy was in my class growing up, I would tell everyone to stop picking on him. <laughs> because you shouldn't feel good about picking on Andy as a fifth grader. I mean, he's the smallest guy in there. Right? Can I ask you a serious question? <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. We, we, enough bullying on the airwaves. Um, can I, <laughs> so we we've kind of um, we we tore Devonte Parker a new one because I can't stand his lack of accountability. He's soft. He to me oh, he's everything that's yeah. wrong with this team. And I think I'd put him in that category. I'd put Trent Brown in that category. I'd put yep. Juju Smith Schuster in that category. Is there any chance that this week there are you've been around? Um, messages sent with some sort of a dramatic personnel move, some sort of a cut or a trade to move on from somebody to... Because you said it. I think you're done yelling and threatening to run laps or something. Could we see a big move this week? I just don't know. Let's say you do make the big move. Let's say you get rid of all three of them. And I saw I saw the whole post game. Well, we were just doing the post game show, and I saw the Devontae Parker like, oh, I think it hit my fingertips. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Oh my God! Like, and I hate to go back to the old mentality. Like, just say I dropped it. Right. Just got to make that play. That's it. We all know you should have made the play. Tough catch, but you're you're an expert in your field. You're a receiver. He wasn't hit. So anyway, so you know we talk about that with Gresh all the time. It's like, oh, they're going to get rid of this guy, get rid of that guy. How are you going to feel the team? Like, if you do get rid of Trent, who's playing left tackle? If you do get rid of Devontae Parker, I mean, who's going to play wide receiver? You're running out of bodies. Like, Booty, Juju Smith-Schuster, I guess. Well, listen, I'm, I'm Thornton, fine. I'll give you Thornton. I might as well see what he can do. He's healthy now. Booty, wasn't right. he in, uh, uh, I guess you elevate him. So I'm good with that. Yeah. I mean, it's the wide receiver position, I think you have more options than you do line. 
Like, you can't really get rid of Trent Brown. Like, he owns you. You gave him extra money. He owns your ass. Like, he is a type of player to have on a bad team. He just doesn't care. And there's Who nothing you, you can do to whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You owe me an apology because I told you that in August I would cut him and you laughed at me. Who? They were cut. I said in August when we were having our Trent Brown argument after Judon, when he was like holding in, not practicing, what's going on here with Trent Brown? I said I would just cut him. You should not be so desperate as to tie, hitch your wagon to Trent Brown because you will regret it, and I think you do. No, listen, for the record, I've always, I've never trusted him. I've never, ever, ever trusted him. Even when he came back the second time, because I I had a bunch of friends on the the Raiders and they were all just giving me the hard truth. I was like, geez. So, uh, but I just at this point in time, I just don't know how you can cut him. I, I just don't know who you would re- replace him with. The only option you have is to just try to convince him that it matters that like to him to, for him to have some pride, which is such a waste of time. Because the guys like Devontae Parker and Trent Brown and, you know, Juju, they don't care. They, they're, they're older vets. They have their money. And what are we playing for? Like, you gotta, so what is Troy Brown going to tell Juju Smith-Schuster? How, how is he going to convince them that it matters? Like, your standards should naturally be higher? I just, I mean, you're, you, they have you backed into a corner, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and Christian, this is Christian Fourier from Gresham Fourier Middays joining us on the Harbor One Hotline here on WEI and the Six Rings Post Game Show. This is our. This is now what we have had to pivot to. This is the sad state of affairs that six games into the season, a game now that was more reminiscent of the first two games where they get in a hole, they try to claw their way back, and then the end of the game ends in nothing but pain. We've had booty not get two feet in then we had cole strange be half half of a football short and now we've got parker's drop and uh vidarian low getting blown by with the safety in the end zone we now basically have to look forward to this year how good is the patriots draft pick going to be and who do they deal away who could sour the locker room maybe they could retrieve a draft pick for them so we can build for the future because this whole thing needs to done basically just get blowed up I'm telling you, you guys, it's only going to get worse. How? How this can it get worse, floor. Christian? How can it, it get worse? This is what the. This is how these things. This is how they go. You know, just to your to your guys' point. This guy, you say, oh, I'm going to send a message. You cut this guy. This guy. This guy talks. Uh, talks to the first microphone that's put in his face. You know, and because you're stubborn and because you're trying to prove a point, like you, you're, it's worse. Like, you have less time to throw. Then you put in Zappia. Then he sucks. Then you put in Cunningham. Then you put in Will Greer. And you keep constantly searching for some sort of spark. And it just creates a bigger, smellier, nastier fire. And the ashes afterwards are just, are just it's worse. It is worse. It does, they, so I think the biggest conversation to come out of this for the next four weeks, maybe it maybe gets worse at the bye, is Bill. That's where the discussion is going to squarely land. What do the crafts do about Bill? Because the more losses you have and the, and the worst teams you lose to, and then the worst teams you lose to in embarrassing in, in fashion is going to force them to say, well, hell, well, I can't keep this. This is more the same. I almost said it. I almost I said it. 
I did it. <laughs> We're I all just, thinking I just it. I don't see how it gets any better. I don't know how it gets any better. I, uh, I've never actually even been part of a team um, as a player or as an analyst that's ever been this bad. Like, it's just, it's never been. I don't even think it's an exaggeration, guys. I don't think it's hyperbole. Like, they may be one of the worst teams I have ever seen. Oh, my God. No, I, I'm almost not going to disagree with you, Christian, because, and I've watched a lot of bad teams, but like you said, I can see a lot of veterans selling out at this point and half-assing it. I see such ineptitude. There's false starts, special teams miscues, bad penalties, picks thrown on easy completions. Like, what? I mean, if you were to design a laundry list, whether you be youth league football coach, Madden video game expert, or just plain Pats fan, the laundry list of things that you that, that help you define what a bad football team is. This team, I think, checks every friggin' box. Yeah, and I, question for you guys. I know you're up against it and stuff, but are we are we now like because last week and the week before that it was all Mac Mac Mac. I think it's now obvious that the, there are so much other concerns, maybe even bigger concerns and issues that don't include Mac. Like if you just if 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 you just start your day with blaming Mac for this loss, you are so unbelievably biased, and I would also say stupid, because he is like he's not in charge of everybody's attitudes jumping out of the gate. Like he he can't tell he can't tell Trent Brown to not jump offside or very low to block better. He can't. He can't tell Ramondre Stevenson to be worried about getting hit and then dropping a pass that should have been intercepted. Like, there's just so yeah. many problems. Christian, yeah, and, and sadly, one of them now comes also with your phone. Yourself. Unfortunately, the signal has kind of died it's out on you. underwater. So. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's where oh, a lot. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I, you know, you're back I'm driving now. by okay. Gillette. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, an empty, it's an empty hole. I just <laughs> drove by Gillette. It's like, a, it's like an empty wasteland of... Emotion and cell oh, service. Good, so, yeah. good, good to know. So, good to know. Anyways, that, good to know that the good to know that the stadium is just like my soul at this point. Thank you, Christian. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. We'll listen. We'll look forward to listening to you this week, buddy. Take care. Thanks for the call, Christian. Hi, right, guys. Thanks. Later. Hey, buddy. Later. Thanks as always, Christian Fourier, driving home from his TV hit on WBZ, doing his thing. You can listen to him and Gresh tomorrow. Grish and Foyer, ten a to two p on a Patriots Monday. Here on WEEI, I will look forward to hearing how Gresh tries to explain away the ineptitude of this Patriot squad and their latest soul punch once again as well, Andy. 617-779-7937 is the number. When we come back, the rest of your calls, thumbs up, thumbs down, the Cars for Kids player of the game, and then we will put a bow on this puppy or maybe some lipstick on this pig as we wrap up another Six Rings postgame show. Mac, you you had mentioned during the week that, you know, it's only human, it's natural, so a little self-doubt can creep in. Um, at this point, how confident are you that you are the right person for the job in terms of quarterback of this team and, and can turn this team around, help turn this team around? Yeah, I'm confident. I think um, that comes from years of experience and earning respect from people, and I think I've done that. But once again, I'm, I'm trying to win every game that I play, on, play in, and I'm not doing it. So I just really want to focus on how can I bring these guys with me how can we clean up the little things? And um, it takes all 11, and, and that's important. And to be the leader of that 11 um, is a lot of stress, but that's why I play this game, um, and, and I really want to win. I'm doing a lot of things to do that during the week, but for whatever reason, it's just not happening on Sunday. That was Patriots quarterback Mac Jones in his postgame presser following today's 
disappointing 21-17 defeat at the hands of the Raiders. Max second loss within a calendar year's time in Las Vegas. A new house of horrors for the Patriots. Bill Belichick's record runs one game worse now against former assistants as well. And it's not even like Josh McDaniels outcoached him in either of the games as well. Bill Belichick's team just finds a way to not get the job done and or beat themselves, Andy, again. Well, I'll include Bill Belichick in the team that didn't find a way to get it done. Correct. Right? I yeah, they didn't. No, they just didn't get it done. They, that's what I'm saying. They, they. Find... No, but I mean that means on some level, Josh did a better job. Like we're we're in a scoreboard world in a scoreboard league. Like, Hooray! We Josh, were less bad. Josh's team drove up and down the field at will. Josh's team was in the red zone six times, despite losing their starting quarterback to the hospital. Josh's mm-hmm. team had Brian Hoyer make enough plays. Now I know Josh's team has talent too. They have Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker and Josh Jacobs, but. Yeah, I would give Josh a little bit of credit for beating Bill Belichick, and I would give discredit to Bill Belichick for not starting over, not finding a way to get his team ready and prepared to start a game and to not dig a hole by 10 points, which is continuing to be the way they play football games in New England in the God's year 2023. Um, So there's a lot there. I also, real quick, wanted to – we had a caller earlier that was like, now now frickin' Zach Wilson's good and – like. I went back because I didn't get a chance to see that game. Um, the Jets forced four turnovers, including three interceptions from um, Jalen Hurts, and Zach Wilson did his best to just not screw it up. Like he threw. That's four. all you have to do when your defense plays a great game. Well, that's my point. So right. this that, this wasn't a Mac Jones Zach Wilson thing. This was a Jets as a team did enough to win, including what we all knew has been a Super Bowl caliber mm-hmm. team, and we all said Zach Wilson, don't mm-hmm. screw it up. He didn't turn the ball over. He was sacked five times, and he only had two third-down conversions. So he didn't play a great game, but he didn't do enough to lose the game. His defense did enough to win the game. And I think that's where in New England right now it's like, who's good? Who do we lean on? Who do we ask to not screw up, but who do we ask to win the game? And I'm not sure you can ask anybody to win the game right now because the defense is the better unit. We all know that. Even with the injuries, they're still the better unit. They were bend but don't break. Uh-huh. But part of their losing is the defense gives up a drive to start every game, correct? It ends in a field goal almost Consistent, every game. Consistently, whether or not it was the defense that had Christian Gonzalez and yep. Matt Judon on it or every not, game. they had their opening series issues, but then they tightened up as the game progressed. And if you were hoping that this team would be carried or buoyed by their defense all year, those injuries, plus Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, and more, have basically just completely torpedoed that. Well, but they couldn't force turnovers. A team that had 30 last year couldn't get any this what year. Do they have now, what do they have now, three? Three. Three, three and six They had games. 30 last year. 30. Oh they were God. tied for second in the National Football League. Now they don't force any. And the only person that forces them is Jabril Peppers. He forced the Hurts fumble in week one, and he forced the interception today. The other one is Christian Gonzalez, and he's on IR. So the defense... <sighs> is what it is it's the better i mean it's the better part of a team that isn't very good right now yeah robert sala said post game uh of the jets who by the way were without both of their starting cornerbacks and yet you don't hear them making excuses robert no, Sala, that was this... tony romo i heard making excuses for the patriots mm-hmm. all 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 day this from henry mckenna uh who covers the afc east for fox sports Robert Sala on the Jets' defense, quote, we've played a gauntlet of quarterbacks, and I know we haven't gotten all wins, but we've embarrassed all of them. Wow. 
It's a lot of swag from a coach. Of a th- gets a lot of swag from a coach of a three and three football team. Is that how? Because I would have thought he would have said something like, "And we haven't been embarrassed by any of them." But wow. to say you embarrassed all of them, mm-hmm. this um, is a direct quote. Whoa! I know he keeps receipts. He better be careful because other people might I, keep receipts. I was going to say someone else might be keeping some receipts as well. Chimney Christmas. Yeah, that's Put a your freaking wow. Feet. This coming from the same guy who said he's going to get a Zach Wilson tattoo if he leads them to the playoffs, or at least the pro- the promised land, or whatever it was. These you Jets think coaches, after he, you think after in the he air. said that he. Hey, Aaron, you're, you said you're coming back, right? Because I'm writing some checks here that I'm going to need you to cash later in the yeah, season. Yeah, help me cash. You're, you're feeling better, right? You're walking. You're off crutches. You're, you're going to be back in December, you said, right? Okay, okay good. I'm going to keep talking then. All right, back to those phones, Andy, before we get to thumbs up, thumbs down, player of the game, and wrap this puppy up. Let's see. Steve in Fall River. It's been a minute, Steve. How are you? I'm all right. I went, I went back to find out who gave the Robert Kraft interview of money's not an issue. I'll sell the team. And it was Greg Bedard. I don't know, Andy, if it was <clears throat> videoed or if he had it on video or it was just a uh, over-the-phone deal. Do you know the circumstances of that interview? I do not. I do not. Okay, because I'd like to ask Greg Bedard. Maybe you could ask him. Where was your follow-up question? If money's not an issue, Bob, why the bleep are you 30th? Or you were 31 at the time in spending. They're now 30th in cash spending. They're approximately a hundred million. Repeat, one hundred million behind the number one team. Are you telling me his answer, Bob Kraft's answer says Bill Belichick's responsible for being thirtieth? Because Bill Belichick doesn't think there's a correlation between spending money and getting good players. Because Bill Belichick's really stupid, and we didn't even notice it. We had no idea we were going to this year at thirtieth, and we didn't go to Bill and say, "Gee, Bill, you think maybe we need to spend a little more money?" This, this didn't happen amongst these guys. Who is believing that? Who's letting them off the hook? Mac Jones is not the problem. I believe in Dan Olosky's comment. He's on the 49ers. He's on the Dolphins. He's throwing the ball. He has, if he has time, he makes all the throws. Don't yell at me if I'm wrong, but that pass to Devontae <laughs> Parker was on the other side of the 50. It was almost at the 40-yard line of the other team. Maybe you can go to that little device and look it up. Therein lies the problem. <laughs> Andy, don't call me an a-hole or anything. But I, I don't call people a-holes. Times. That's callers. That's callers. I brought call up several A-holes. times to you, several times to you, about the mismanagement of Bill Belichick drafting and including the mismanagement on the offensive line. Besides drafting Cole Strange, I said giving that stiff at left tackle all that money and you tell me oh it's not that much money he's good he's this he's no, that there's, you gave there's me no chance whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. time out him. time out time out there's not no chance I, when time out done. time out there's no chance i said that because i've been advocating to cut trent brown for a long time so any any positive comments since he, since he held out in august you said you did it since he held out in august in july i said cut trent brown I may have said okay, it actually. I didn't say in July. I said it. I said in the off season when they okay. gave him money. When they even they were did, relying they gave on him, the him. Money. Whoa, 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 anybody? Whoa, 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 whoa! They get, your, your timetable is wrong. They gave him the money long after I said I would cut him. But he was already on the team. They brought him back for money. They gave him more money. And That's I what said you have to I realize. would. No, no, no. He was under contract. I said I would cut him. They gave him more money. 
Okay, when he was under contract before they gave him more money. Uh, okay, uh, Steve, I, thank you very much for the call. I don't think I can get, get callers in. I can, that I know what they're get, talking about. I can't get bogged down in the weeds of contract well, details. No, 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 no. But, but Fitzy, I'm not going to let people come. No, I'm not going to let people come on here and and promote misinformation. There, there are actually facts and dates and contracts yeah. and things that happen and plays happen in the middle of the field or on the mm-hmm. side. Like, I'm not just going to let. I mean, maybe that's a thing to be done in radio. You just let callers go and say stupid stuff so that other callers can believe it. I, I don't play that game. When people no. are factually wrong, I say you're wrong. That's kind of our job here as, as analyst hosts and uh, the people behind the Six Rings banner as well. David in Florida, please do something better than Stephen Paul River. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Better get your speaker. Ah, uh, shoot. Ah, uh, shoot. All right, I'll come back. Uh, there you go. Right. Uh, here I am. Here I am. Okay, here you are. Okay, Dave. go ahead. Right, what do you got? Maybe, maybe they should have gone to the uh, Bunny Ranch last night, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, never in a million years could I, or I don't think anybody, think that things could slip this badly, this this much. Uh, I mean, they 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 become a laughing stock, and uh, I mean, while I mean, it's definitely fair to say that Belichick, uh, that Bill. Um, it may want to consider, uh, and Kraft should make him give up the uh, manager, his GM um, responsibilities. Coaching-wise, this is just, uh, I mean, these, these players just, I wish Bill would go Earl Weaver in the locker room, to use a baseball metaphor, and just flip tables and stop being so, in a way, he's, I know he's Passive. very he's very current, but he's also diplomatic in a way. And I mean, call out the players and like, like, like Mac too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like, if I were Mac, there's nothing wrong with saying that, that I, I believe in Devante, but he should have made that catch. He'll do it next time. I'm going to go back to him again, but he should have made that catch. He knows it. And that's how you ch- challenge people. Use the media, use you guys as a tactic, as a, I don't want to say weapon, but as a tactic. Uh, I mean, sure where that one was going as well, but uh, what does that even mean? I don't even know. I don't, it's, it's, it's like a book that I think my kids had to check out when they were learning biology in first grade. That, I don't understand what's going on. The calls are really like the season is really just bringing out the best in all of us. Let's see if, uh, all right, Paul in Rhode Island. Hi, guys. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm this. I'm disturbed too. How are you? Hi, Andy. Hi. How are you? Listen, how are you? Listen, let's uh, let's say this. Uh, New England Patriots need a blood transfusion. Okay. Yeah. Yep. As of right now, as of this game, I have to lose to these uh, food stamp mafia uh, fans, the Raiders fans. Okay. Yeah. Last year, you made me. You made Mac Jones sit on a commode last year, uh, mm-hmm. thanks to. Uh, Jacoby. Now, let's not get too personal. The worst that can happen to Belichick is he'll take the third floor, eliminate the the coaching job from him, he'll he'll be the GM upstairs. Also, can Robert Kraft move aside and let Jonathan take over? That's that's two. You have to understand, there was a, a 180 this weekend. In all these teams that played, okay, you're talking about the Niners lost, uh, three other teams, AFC and NFC. They turned it around. We we could have turned around this game, okay, because the Raiders are not that good. Mm-mm. This team is not that good, and yet these 
players that grew up making money in the NFL come to the Patriots, hating the Patriots, they take the guy's money and they just sit on a commode, okay? That's embarrassing. That's an assassination on the Patriots fans. Mm. And I know that this division, okay, mm-hmm. and along with Mr. Kraft, may I say Mr. Kraft, did not want to spend money because he said in his own words, we're in a competitive division. Did you spend any money? No, you did not. So what are we doing? Drop the dime? We're going to drop the dime and say, okay, quarterback is the problem. Do we call Cooper Rush? Do we call Kyle Trask? Two quarterbacks has got that that got that got a, a a chip on their shoulder because Cooper Rush got invaded by by Baker Mayfield, and that was uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper Rush got unveiled by by the kid that came from San Francisco. Actually, uh, to Paul, thank you very much for the call. Um, I didn't think it was uh, we were going to get into invading Cooper Rush and Kyle Trask. Actually, Kyle Trask was uh, beaten for beaten for the job in Tampa by Baker Mayfield, who didn't do anything to really acquit himself in any glorious or flattering light today. And Cooper Rush is the backup to Dakota Prescott, who gets a chance to redeem himself tomorrow night when he takes on his former offensive coordinator and Kellen Moore and the Los and Diego Chargers on Monday Night Football. Let's hope that game will be more fun than the majority of this last segment of the post-game show and are hey, off hey, the wall nice call. The I'm kidding. Just because one said they need a new anus and one said they sit <laughs> on a commode, I'm not sure exactly what all How that many means. times are we going to use commode? <laughs> we had an a-hole, uh, an yeah, anus, Andy, and a Yeah, Andy, one of these callers called you an a-hole. Don't be defending them. Well, these are our people. These are our people. Like, I mean, I want them to call. Callers are good. Interaction <laughs> is fun. I want we, we take all opinions. Uh, we may shoot them down, but we are here to listen to all opinions. Yes, we do. We take them all in and we try and then we, you know, see what we can do. We they're like Lego pieces that don't have a uh an instruction booklet. They're like just dried up pieces of play doh that we're supposed to try to make something that we can you know, a hovel we can sleep yeah. in any There given are night. no bad callers, there are bad reactions to them. I believe it's on the hosts to make uh-huh. every call work. Well, we have done the best we can. And also, since this host is trying to do his job right now, as they say in the business, we are up against it. 617-779-7937. We'll try to get to the rest of the calls. Thank you for all those wonderful calls in this last break. Paul from Rhode Island, Stephen Fall River, David in Florida, and everyone else who is just as off the wall and or rails as we are. We'll have thumbs up, thumbs down, player of the game from Cars for Kids, and we'll wrap this puppy up when we come back. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI. This is no fun. Hosting Six Rings Post Game after every Pat's loss. Devonte Parker saw. <laughs> All right, Andy, time to wrap this puppy up. We got a couple minutes left. Let's get to a thumbs up, thumbs down. A column you can read each and every Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, whenever it is that the game wraps up from our own Andy Hart at WEI.com. There were actually some people who made the thumbs up this week, unlike last week and the week before. A couple guys that were balling out, making their best effort, and looking like they want to stick around on the team as opposed to some guys who just playing guts to go. Let's start with the positive, Andy. Who made you thumbs up? Okay, the first one to secure it was Jabril Peppers. Uh, you know I love his style of play. I love his energy. I love everything about what he brings to the table. That hit 
uh, on Devontae Adams caused the interception for Jelani Tavai that broke the drought uh, of uh, takeaways for this team. Uh, he also had seven solo tackles, so that was far from his only uh, play of the night. I thought he was all over the field. He's a guy that I think he's doing every every ounce of energy and effort and attitude that he has in his body he is putting towards winning, and that's all you can ask for. It's not working. There's not enough of people like him, but Jabril Peppers. And then I also thought to a lesser degree, and I'm going to kind of lump these three guys together because I know we're up against it kind of. Jelani Tavai and Anfordy Jennings I thought were both um, very active, very productive, sort of the second level of the defense. I think they both might have had seven tackles or seven for Tavai and six apiece. Tavai had that interception. There was a couple tackles for a loss in there from those two. And then Christian Barmore. Uh, early on, a couple uh, batted passes on what would have been easy completions over the middle to Josh Jacobs from Jimmy Garoppolo. And then when the Raiders were trying to run the clock out with Brian Hoyer and Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. um, one of the key reasons they couldn't was Christian Barmore. So um, as stars drop off here, Christian Barmore is going to be leaned on to do more. And to, at least tonight anyway, I think he took a step in the do more direction. Um Ezekiel Elliott, I've raved about his uh, his what he's bringing to the table and his effort. A lot of compete. That, a lot of compete. Yep. That drive to open the second half was a 10-play, 75-yard drive. He had five carries for 27 yards on that drive, including his first touchdown where he they ran it out of the Wildcat, and there wasn't a lot of hole there, so he just put his uh, shoulders down and found his way into the end zone. Red zone defense, they all get the nod because, yeah, they bent, but they didn't break. Six trips into the red zone, only one touchdown. Four forced field goals in the takeaway. Um, that's why you had a chance to win the game late. And then the last offensive guy, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, mm-hmm. 11 targets, 10 catches, 89 yards. He was the only guy that was really consistently making any plays in the passing game for Mac. Yep. That's he was the, the leading. Re- he was your leading receiver on the night. Once again, Kendrick Bourne, 10 for 91, your leading rusher. Ramondre with a whopping 10 for 46. Wow. Yeah, and he left came back he was kind of he had 15 yards on one play like there's still some inconsistency there from Ramondre but yeah he got going a little bit later now the thumbs down Mac Jones is going to be on it yet again even though he had that ball in Devontae Parker's hands late that changes the game maybe um he also had the penalty late in terms of not having the, the illegal formation he obviously had the interception out of the pocket on a sprint toward the sideline overthrew Hunter Henry tried to throw another interception to that. I should probably learn the guy's name. Whoever number 41 was that cut in front of that ball. for Robert Spillane. Robert Spillane. Spillane. Yeah, his um, dad, Mickey, wrote all those crime novels. So, Mac, um, 24 of 33, 200 yards, no touchdowns, an interception, 75 rating. He's just not good enough. He's not the only problem, not even close to it. Because the next thing on the list is a huge problem, the offensive line. Another starting lineup. We talked about it. Vidarian Lowe, false start on the first play of the game Verdarian low beat on the last play of the game for the uh, safety in between there were penalties on a bunch of guys there wasn't a lot of room for the running game to get going the line just continues to be a massive issue for this team Devonte parker i'm sorry inexcusable dropped uh pass there hit more than his fingertips troy brown would have caught it anybody with a heart would have talked about they need to catch it but i'm not sure this guy has heart or ability at this point in his career or the humility inju- the injuries at this point are really starting to become an issue. Um, we talked about mm-hmm. Juden Gonzalez and all, and all of these things. Keon White goes out. Stevenson's out. He's back in. Josh Uche is on the sideline. Jonathan Jones is on the, like, it is a mash unit for this team. And then third down defense. The reason they had all those red zone stops 
was because they couldn't get off the field on third down. They were letting Vegas move up and down the field all night, especially early. They had that drive where they uh, kicked the field goal but went right down the field to open the game. I think they finished over 50% on third downs. Third down defense needs to be better for this team, but when your coverage stinks and or, or is banged up and isn't very good now and your pass rush is banged up and not very good, well, you're probably not good on third down. Very good, Andy. Good job, as always. You can read that at weei.com along with Mike Cadlick's work. We'd like to thank Mike for calling in earlier and Christian Fourier as well. Time now quickly, Andy, for our wrap with the Cars for Kids player of the game. Donate your car today. That's one eight seven seven cars for kids They can even come pick it up for you, or you can drop it off as well. one eight seven seven cars for kids or visit cars for kids That's cars with a K.com today. Andy, the player of the game to you is... Very simple, Jabril Peppers. Yep. I like everything he brings to the field. He forced the turnover. He had the seven solo tackles. They need more Jabril Peppers on this team. We need, we need way more Jabril Peppers on this team. Could not agree with you more. All right. If you missed any portion of the program, you can use the Odyssey app to go back and catch it or, of course, subscribe to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed to hear Andy rip the Patriots for 15 minutes longer. Make sure you catch Breaking Boston tomorrow morning wherever awesome podcasts can be found or at weei.com. Great job, Joe Braverman. We will talk to you next Sunday after Patriots at Bills on what has been yet another very wonky NFL Sunday in this weird, weird 2023 season. Once again, the final score... Raiders 21, Patriots 17. That'll do for the Six Rings postgame show. Thanks as always. Good day or good night, rather. God bless and go Pats. We'll talk to you soon. Closing.